0: Welcome back, everyone. Jay Bone here for Smash This Podcast. Back on a Wednesday night. Oh, my goodness. Doing some A.A.W. Just feels right, don't it? Just feels right. Right. Let me know how everyone's doing tonight. Polar family is in the house. Bell's boy. Yeah, truly. Uh, Hell of a send-off to the uh, Daily's Place audience tonight. It was a loaded evening of great wrestling, and um, that tribute, to the last 15 months. And we'll talk more about that later because that, that wrapped up uh, the evening and it was amazing. Um, So cheers everyone for coming in. I know it's a little later than I wanted to, but I started, uh, AEW late and then bounced over to AAW, the the Twitch stream to catch this week because they're not playing it on the normal Saturday like they had been lately. Then had to go back and watch the last half hour, give or take a little bit of All Elite Wrestling and then set this up so that's that's where we're at right now but before we dive into that folks just want to remind you lovely people to smash that like button smash that sub button ring that bell for notifications folks we are just a few away from 1k on youtube feels great make sure you're subbing folks And make sure. (laughs) Mark says, I'm only halfway through. Stop the review. (laughs) No, brother, we're going to keep going. Um, Dear God, people are talking about Bill Cosby in the chat. What the hell is going on? What is this night coming to? Anyways. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, we're going to talk some wrestling. So, so get out your drinks and the snacks. and the, oh, it's, it's, I grew up on the guy. So I say, yeah, I still do that once in a while. All right. So um, hopefully we can all just giggle at that because it still makes me giggle. I grew up with that. Not going to get into all the drama. Anyways, um... all right. So this July 2nd, if you saw the socials, head on over to the socials. The link is in the description of the video. The Spreadshirt Shop for Smashes podcast, July 2nd. What is that, Friday? Someone help me out here. Where's my phone? I'm losing my mind. Yes, Friday. 20% off. One-day sale leading into the weekend. My lovely brother. From another mother over on that other oh, little podcast. Now he's been on here too. Mark just got his. It looks amazing. And what's great about it is you can get stuff customized. You can make the logo bigger, uh, excuse me. You can make the logo bigger, smaller. You can throw it on different color shirts, different color hats, different color mugs. All sorts of stuff. Head on over. Support one of your favorite podcasts. You can also head over to buymeacoffee.com. That link is in the description as well. If you would like to tip one of your favorite podcasts, like 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 tipping your bartender. Only I'm not going to give you a beer. I'm going to give you my two cents. And if you're listening on audio, thank you very much. Hit me up on all the socials. They're in the description of the video. Let me know where you're watching from. Those numbers have been nice lately. I appreciate it. Whether you're, what, you're, whether you're listening on Spotify, iTunes, wherever. And let me know where you're listening from, too. Hit me up on social, social media. And give the socials a like, too. The instant egg, the Twitter box, or the face spots. I'm not on there as much as I should. I'm horrible at promotion, and I apologize. I should get better at it. I think my podcast would actually grow more if I was better at that. But I appreciate everyone who does come out. So, folks, if you missed the stuff recently, we had the show over the weekend for AEW Dynamite, the Saturday Night Dynamite, if you will. We also did the review of the Vice TV documentary for China. If you missed that, that is in the channel as well. Great documentary. It's upsetting, like I said in the review, but it's also, But I'm not saying the documentary is upsetting. It's upsetting to hear what she went through in the last year of her life as she was trying to fix herself and the people surrounding her that destroyed her at the same time. That was upsetting. So if you want to hear my thoughts on all that, go check out the review on the channel. Oh, we did some grilling tonight. If you saw that on uh, my Instagram, we were listening to some anthrax, grilling some burgers. I tell you, I've, I've been really itching to get back on here and do a, a jacked-up jukebox soon. I just, I get ideas in my head, and and it's sometimes you get so many ideas stuck in your head, and you can't put them together. And then you know you get busy doing other stuff, and those ideas they just they just go away. So um, I'm trying, like how to put some uh, thoughts together. And, and get that series back on here but i'm so busy do trying just trying to keep this going and doing uh stuff for t and i um but it's it's still it's not dead folks it's just been on the back burner so randy Sam says says stop making me hungry i'm sorry <laughs> Oh man, Buckshot Kid, what is up? Oh, Mark's talking about uh Sanjay. Yeah, so I well, should we talk a little news before we get into this AEW? Should we should we play the should we play the jingle? Alright. Jiminy Christmas. No, that's 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 not it. Where's 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 my jingle? I'll tune in. I'll check it out. Shut up, Tony. P- play my jingle! Jiminy Christmas. And now it's time for some jables! Back on a Wednesday, talking some news. Searching for my fake wrestling news. Oh, never fake wrestling news, Buckshot Kid. Never. We pride ourselves only in the truth here on Smash This Podcast. All right. So, um, and this all, this... (laughs) This is funny because, uh, gosh, look at look at Sean Wheat with the love for Wisconsin. Thank you, brother. I think that Wisconsin is the best state. Great ice cream and Brewers games are fun. Tremendous, dude. Tremendous. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. Much love, brother. Um. So all this stuff, all this news kind of like landslided us um, all within the last 24 hours. Really kind of funny. And before it even gained momentum, it took a right turn. You're probably like, what the hell are you talking about, j I'll tell you what I'm talking about. We found out. That uh, and you know it's. I know I have a lot of Impact Wrestling fans in here, so it's 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 easy to figure this one out. So uh, if you saw in the news, it was reported that a certain uh, producer, former X Division title holder, championship holder, Sanjay Dot left WWE. And before fans could even get excited about it and spread the news thinking, hey, maybe the former X Division champion will come on home and and share the love. And, you know, we have no clue what kind of condition he's in physically. We really haven't heard much from him at all. He's been tucked away in the, you know. The, the offices of, w, I don't know, what if he has his own office, if he's just tucked away down in Florida where they're taping. I, I have no idea. We really have not heard any If anyone else has heard anything as far as how Sanjay was actually doing or why he left, I mean, I didn't hear anything. So literally before – We could, say, get excited about the possibility of Sanjay Dutt possibly making a return to Impact Wrestling. The news broke tonight um, that he's already signed with AEW. So, hey, hey, more power to him. You know, if he was, you know, unemployed for two weeks or whatever, And then, boom, got scooped up by another up-and-coming company like AEW. Hey, he's employed. I am happy for him. I mean, Impact Wrestling has a lot of producers. A lot of people making that show as good as what it is today. Um, So, hey, props to him. You know, that, um, <laughs> CM Chris says WWE is embarrassing. No wonder he left. Well, and, and look, and will the stories come out possibly of what led to his leaving? Maybe. Maybe. I do not know. I do. Do know that someone has lined up a uh, I, I saw it earlier in my YouTube feed there's gonna be a video coming out someone's already got an interview lined up with the uh, Singh brothers so I'm looking forward to that looking forward to that uh (laughs) mark says the fed is hot garbage well you know it's uh you know i i've really gotten away from it you guys know that i do try to cover specials here and there because i feel like their producer their their specials on their you know network on the peacock are still really well done one that i've watched a couple times in a row now and i plan on reviewing it at some point on here is uh, the two dudes with attitudes. It's a lot of fun. And it's it's all about stuff that went on when I wasn't watching. Uh, the tales of Diesel and Shawn Michaels being together before Diesel left for uh, greener pastures, we'll just say. So, um Yeah, he's uh like I said, he's he's he was not uh unemployed for a very long time. So props to Sanjay for that. I also saw something uh literally minutes before um I went live and it was um I don't know if I'm gonna find it again on here. Probably not. Um, I, I think I saw something about, Oh, this literally just, this just pro- crossed in front of my eyes. The Lex Luger WWE icon story is going to be on this Sunday. I will absolutely be watching that. Lex Luger is one of my old faves growing up when I was a wee little bone. Um, not to discuss the tragedy and the upsetting stuff that happened to them later, uh, which I'm sure a lot of it'll get covered, but, um, but we'll see. We'll see. I'm still very curious to see what they're all going to put in there. I'm very excited for that. Um, Oh, there is a triple a event, uh, coming up, but Vera, Vera, Vera something, Vera, I forget. I, I, I just caught it. it, like flew past my eyes. And um, the Impact Wrestling Knockouts champion, Diana Perrazzo is going to make her debut before Triple Mania at this event. So she's going to get her, her toes wet in the water at this event before Triple Mania. Verizon, it's so it's called something like that. <clears throat> Verano, that's it, bells, boy. Thank you so much. I Means summer of scandal in English. Oh, Verano de Escandalo. Oof, it's a mouthful. So, uh, yeah, (laughs) no, not (laughs) Veracruz. So, yeah, so that that's coming up July 3rd. It's coming up within the next week. It's it's coming up soon. So I'm going to try to see if I could find that. I don't know if they're going to put that on their Twitch channel, if they're going to put that on their YouTube. I have no idea. So yeah, very exciting to see that. Uh, And I haven't really watched triple Triple A stuff in a long time. Well, like they put a lot of stuff on hold down there because the pandemic was rough in Mexico. It was really bad. Uh, They even I think I heard they lost several uh, Lucha Libre stars down there. I don't remember hearing who. I don't know if it's just a bunch of up and comers but they lost a lot of wrestlers during this pandemic. Um Yeah, this weekend. Yeah, it's it's hard to think that this year is almost halfway over. My goodness. Crazy, hey? Where is this year gone? My goodness. Um Yeah, Omega versus Andrade is going to be rad. Absolutely. Um AAA needs English commentary for, for big events. Um, I am hoping that that happens sooner rather than later. I've been following Vampiro on and off this last calendar year. His health has been improving. His mind's been getting better. Um, and it sounds like he's actually going back to wrestling because he was taping from Mexico as opposed to Canada on his uh, YouTube channel, I believe, because he's been really trying to get the podcast thing going and doing different things, uh, which has been inconsistent, unfortunately, but I'm still trying to, you know, keep tabs on him because I've, I've really become a vampiro fan. In fact, we were just covering some of His feud with Sting over on the T&I Patreon. That was a blast last night. So, so yeah, hopefully Vampiro gets involved in that, or maybe he's just producing. I don't know. Polar says the A- the AAA YouTube channel is kind of dead due to litigation. Well, hopefully it's on somewhere. Twitch channel, they had a Spanish Twitch channel and an English Twitch channel. But I don't think the English Twitch channel has been like running at all for years, honestly. It's been a while. It's been a while. That's right, Mark last night was a beautiful disaster. YouTube took us down because well, you know we kind of showed a video that was WWE's. I told them they shouldn't do that, but hey, you live and you live and you learn it's you know i'm not gonna I'm not gonna knock my team's hustle. I'm not gonna knock my team's hustle, but like I said, you live and you learn so, um. But you get knocked off the horse, you jump back on, and we went live for video number two, and I we talked about taco sauce and cat slathering and all sorts of crazy shit. You missed out, and you're probably shaking your head right now like, what? <laughs> you had to be there. There's a clip on the... Um, on the TNI, because Mark has been so gracious as to cut clips from the Patreon content and put it on the channel for for those to. Uh... <laughs> J-Bone knows business. I, I, I'm not going to claim that I know everything, but I've been doing this long enough that I've learned a few lessons. I'll just say that. I've learned a few lessons. I've talked about that before. I'm not going to get into that right now. Some other time. But we have stuff to do right now. Any other news bits? I think I was just going to cover the um, uh, Sanjay Dutt stuff from WWE to AEW, and then I was going to cover what I just saw with uh, uh, Diana Purrazzo. Heading to AAA this weekend for the Verona. For for ver, Verona? Ver, ver, Is that it? Yeah. Escar- yeah, that one. I'm not going to try that one again. Uh, <laughs> oh, happy birthday, Terry Funk. Wonderful. Happy birthday, Cody Rhodes. Happy birthday, Scott Dawson. Alicia Fox. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sue Young. Yes, Sue Young. Thank you for the bits, Zach. That's right. If you're on Twitch, you can cheer. Bits, you can sub, gift subs, all that stuff. Helps the channel grow. Um, no, I'm not going to do all all that Randy Sam showing the Impact Wrestling card for tomorrow. No, if you want to see that, just... Uh, head over to impactwrestling.com or head over to any of their socials. That's all on there. I've got enough prep i got to do for tomorrow night, and that's a very long night. That's five-plus hours that I sit here and do content for that, so don't. Charles is apologizing to any Spanish-speaking Smashers podcast viewers on my behalf. That, well, that's very kind of you. Very kind of you. Uh, <laughs> Bell's boy says "Muchas gracias, Charles" <laughs> or "Carlos." All right. Uh, <laughs> All right. I think that's it for the news. Let's let's jump into. We covered birthdays and some other rad stuff. All right. Let's talk about. Let's talk about AAW Alive for a little bit. Because I mean there wasn't too much, uh, but it was stuff worth talking about. Folks, like I said, I've said it once, I'll say it a thousand times. If you're not following the um, I'm not the lyric. I'm not even drunk. I'm just spent a long day. Okay. So what happens when you grill and you're drinking beer and you're just, woo, it's summertime. Um, if you're not following AAW's stuff, and that's AAW Pro out of Chi Town, Chicago, Illinois, if you will, please go check that out. It is some of the Most fun, hottest up and coming wrestlers in the indie scene. You get a little bit of AEW stuff. You get a little bit of NWA. You get a little bit of Impact. You get a little bit of this. You get a little bit of that. It's all delicious. It's all delicious. It's like a Neapolitan ice cream cone. You get a little bit of strawberry. You get a little bit of chocolate. And you get a little bit of vanilla. It's good stuff. Um, A lot of up-and-comers from the Black and Brave School out of, is it Iowa? I think it's Iowa. Seth Rollins School, if you guys don't know, um, (laughs) what, no, my sleep was horrible last night, I didn't go see my doctor today, (laughs) thank you for putting up with me, um, It's a lot of fun. The production is second to none for any indie that you've ever seen before. I mean, seriously. Some of their production is better than some of the biggest companies out there. And that's not to knock anyone in particular. I'm just saying the quality for promo stuff is just amazing. Rob, and I'm not going to try to pronounce his last name. I've botched enough stuff tonight already trent another brother of mine from that other little podcast called tni helped also uh produce a lot of this stuff a lot of great talent in this company all right let's talk about this so we the match the featured match we usually get like three matches and some promos we only got one match some promos but they've been doing some feature, many feature films in this feud um, leading up to uh, United We Stand, the feud between Mance Warner and Freddie Yehai in a cage match for the AAW uh, title. So if you missed it the video that they showed for Freddie Ehai, excuse me, Freddie called Savage, I believe it's called. It's on their YouTube channel. I'm sure it's also on their social, shared on their socials. So, go check that out. Tonight they showed the uh Mans Warner one titled Psycho. So you got the Savage and the Psycho. Um and this showed a lot of footage leading up to this including this feud and past uh, excuse me past matches and feuds that Mance Warner has had over the last between 2 to 3 years in the company since he came in. Um so uh just an amazing promo. Mance Warner cuts one of the best promos, one of the most heartfelt, organic feeling promos in the wrestling biz today. I said in the chat when we were watching live on Twitch, I said, I said, damn, Mance Warner is a lovely mix of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, Dusty Rhodes and who else did I say? Dusty Rhodes, Stone Cold, and I said someone else. Now it's completely slipping my brain. And I know a few of you were in there too. At least I think you were. Maybe you weren't. D-back, who did I say? You were in there. I completely forget. You were in there. Critical Sting was in there. Terrence Sullivan was in there. A lot of my regulars were in there. I forget. But, anyways, we continue. Um, Great promo. Tremendous feud. They've had a few matches before. And this cage match is not going to be one to be missed. It's, what, a couple weekends from now? Um, I want to say July 9th, I believe, is when United We Stand is. Terry Funk. Probably, yeah, I think that's what I said, yeah. The Funker, Yes. I believe that's what I said. <clears throat> <laughs> Talking about Jungle Boy and Anna. Yeah. Yeah. Congrats to them. I'm very happy for that. For both of them, for that matter. Yes. Uh, yeah. Terry Funk, Stone Cold, and Dusty Rhodes. Hell of a mix there. You put those all together. Put all the universes together. Get you. Thinking, 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 who could it be? It's Mance Warner. That's who it is. So yeah, tremendous promo there that they put together. These 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 cinematic looking films, just amazing. A uh, lot of promos. Allison K is going after Statlander, so it looks like she's going to be facing Statlander at United We Stand weekend before anniversary. thank you d-back uh they showed the russ jones promo i believe that one is on the socials too along with their youtube channel it's another cinematic one about uh, this up and coming just looking badass looking guy just amazing Jossie, uh, another new face in this company, going after the heritage heritage title soon. So uh, Jossie looking to take on. Is it Myron Reed? I think it's Myron Reed is holding that title. Big fan of Jossie. Jossie when he talks, man, he just sounds like he's been in the business forever. Travis Titan wants to uh, take over AAW. He's a guy that's been featured, I believe, in some New Japan Strong stuff. And I think I've seen him in some other indie things. Um, oh, that's right. Speaking of Terry Funk, d Back Cub reminded me. Thank you. I got the email for this earlier. Um Uh, yeah. PWTs is a limited time only for a week or something, whatever it is. Uh, Terry Funk micro brawler thing looks amazing. It does. It does. It's like bloody. It's, it's cool. Terry. So if you're a fan of Terry Funk, go check out that sale. Rob's voice. Hi, J bone finishing the latest double J and I will watch you next. I gave you like, good sir. Hey, thank you. Appreciate it. And if you're not subbed, because your name doesn't sound familiar. It sounds like you're new. If you're digging a content, if you're not subbed, make sure you smash that sub button too, brother. Thanks for popping by. Yeah, the uh, Double J stuff. I've been listening to clips and watching clips on YouTube, uh, and he's been talking a lot about the early TNA days. Great stories, great stories. Go check that out. I don't plug a lot of other stuff, but that's some fun stuff. <laughs> All right. Um, The featured match for this one, like I said, there was only one match. It was uh, Jake Lander and Brayden Lee. Brayden Lee's another guy who's been, I think he's been featured on New Japan or NWA. I forget. few few different places. I, I've seen videos of him or clips and stuff. Great up and coming, uh, up and coming talent. Excuse me. Uh, they faced uh, the tag team of the Lucha. If I read my writing. Lucha Alliance, dear God, my it's worse than a doctor's scribble. The Lucha Alliance featuring Gringo Loco, Shytowns Towns, Lucha King. In my personal podcasting opinion, along with uh, Ares, Ares, Ares. I'm probably botching that. In my apologies uh due to my eyes i think i've seen him once or twice over the course of this last year at AAW and gringo loco's tagged with a few different people but it seems like this one is working because this was an amazing tag match and you know me i'm old school i love me some good tag team wrestling um gringo loco and ares had um I'm just giggling at the chat I love you guys um a- Ares 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 maybe it's Ares I'll I'll figure it out one of these years uh <laughs> but yeah hell of a tag match these two really really look great. And I've seen Gringo Loco over the last handful of years. Really became a fan of his in uh stuff like MLW, you know, stuff like that. Oh no. Oh, that's not cool. Chat just informing me that Marquis passed away. Bismarcky, oh man, sad. God, he couldn't have been that old. And it, I'm, I'm sad to say I only know like one of his songs, but I know he had more than that. But he's been rapping for like the last like what thirty years, I think, on and off. My goodness. Yeah, 57. Oh, no. Too young. My goodness. 10 years older than me. What the hell? Oh, not confirmed yet? Okay, well, let's hope it's not confirmed. Let's let's hope it's just people running with stuff. Okay, thanks, guys. Thank you. That's what I love about my audience. They're like, hey, did you check this out? Always keeping me tuned in for stuff, even when I'm live. Thanks, guys. Um, so, yeah, great tag match. Uh, the Lucha Alliance goes over here. And if you missed it on Twitch, it'll be up on their, um, their on-demand service, and you can rent it for a few bucks, or you can get uh, – their their monthly service for like seven bucks. It's like the price of impacts, but the talent level is just amazing. Great feuds too. So yeah, go check that out. A A W. Tell them, J-Bone from Smash's podcast sent you. I missed a few of their shows over the last few months, but I've been really trying to catch these Twitch shows because they're very unique and. They are um they're great stuff. And they're short and sweet, less than an hour, folks. It's not like they're dragging you on for like three hours, like, oh my god. Great up-and-coming talent. And some of it you'll recognize. Like sometimes you'll see someone from AAW. Maybe you've seen someone on there or Impact Wrestling or wherever. So. Oh, and like Freddie hi he's been on, what, Ring of Honor and also New Japan. So, yeah, a, a little bit of people from everywhere. Great stuff. All right. Let's talk about, wow, we're already 40 minutes in. All right. Well, we'll try to keep this moving. Um and as I get into this AEW Dynamite review, don't forget to smash that like button. Smash that sub button. If you're on Twitch, you could cheer, bit, sub, all that lovely stuff. Season 3, episode 26. Folks, this is the last Wednesday night evening in Daily's Place. Now, that's not to say they've already advertised that they're going to be back within the next couple months somewhere because they're doing some Florida dates and then they're really expanding out. They're gonna hit the Midwest, they're gonna hit New York, they're gonna hit Texas, they're gonna hit all over the place. But they spent the last 15 months here and that tribute video, to the, it's like a highlight video of what they've done um, in the last 15 months as a part of this you know, fighting the pandemic no one in the audience. And then they slowly started to bring in fans over the course of the last half year, plus whatever it's been, um, man, just some amazing content and matches and feuds we've seen all in this place. Um, props to them for keeping this going. I know it was scary. And that's a great thing about these wrestling companies. No matter who you liked, whether it was WWE, which I've been very back and forth on. But they still kept it going. You know, they did their best, whether you like the content or not. They did their best to try to keep it consistent and keep the stuff out there. AE- AEW did their stuff from Daily Space, uh, trying to keep it exciting and fresh. Impact Wrestling did theirs from the studios in uh Nashville, Tennessee. Ring of Honor came back soon after that with their own very similar uh so similarly produced content. No audience, but they're going to be back in front of fans pretty soon too as well. So um Why does my Twitch stream oh there it goes? Okay. I had to refresh the page because it was it said the China documentary review. And I was like, oh my god, did I do something wrong? It that's just if I had it on there and then it went live from the last viewing. All right, never mind. We continue. Sorry. Brain farted on Twitch there. Um So yeah, it's been an amazing, um, I mean, has it been perfect? No, we've been critical on a few things, but, um, but man, I've had so much fun covering this and yes, I've taken a few breaks here and there. Everyone does that in the podcasting biz here and there, um, amazing content some surprises some brand new faces like they featured the sad passing away in december was it november december whatever it was of uh, uh Brody lee very sad uh very emotional time there in the company but they rose above everything you know kept it going um all right, so we kick off this uh season 3 episode 26 Eddie Kingston and Pentagon versus the Young Bucks. And I I went into this thinking, okay, win or lose, you know you're still going to get a decent match out of these guys. But little did I know, that Kingston and Pentagon were going to be wrestling some of today's hottest porn stars. What? Wait, what? They looked like 70s porn stars when the Young bucks came out. Oh my God. They had this like dark stashes and they looked, uh, some of their gear looked like, you know, like, like old stuff. Like just, oh my God, it was hilarious. This match was amazing. The Good Brothers even got uh, involved in one point towards the end, Kazarian, the elite hunter—I love this gimmick. I really love this gimmick. He just keeps going after the Good Brothers, you know. And as and as much as I'm going to sit here, and I, I know I'm not the only one that's thinking this, it's like, man, wouldn't it be great if he hunted the Good Brothers over on another brand? Maybe with some help from someone. That'd be amazing. But I'm not going to hold my breath for that. But damn, that would be fun. If a certain Frankie Kazarian walked through those studio doors of the impact zone, wouldn't it? That'd be amazing. He's He's in the best shape of his career. Seriously, I mean, me and the guys at T I are talking about his, you know, first matches in the last several weeks, two thousand three, NWA TNA pay per views. A young Frankie Kazarian just ah uh, just looked amazing, but you look at him now, and yeah, he's probably had a few injuries here and there over the last almost twenty years. Damn, he looks like he's in amazing shape. Like he's got a chip on his shoulder starting a fresh singles career after the demise of SCU. Man, good shit, man. Good shit. Um, and t- t- amazingly, Eddie Kingston and Pentagon actually get the win here. Now, I wanted this to happen at the pay-per-view, but it sounds like it's going to happen next week. Let me... Quick. Let me quick double check this. Let's see if we can get some what top five moments of the week. Road Rager next week. Okay, here we go. Yep, next week. Young Bucks versus Pentagon and Eddie Kingston. south beach hang on let me adjust the audio on this so i can keep this playing and talking over at the same time south beach strat match cody rhodes versus qt marshall oh my god that's gonna be fun i'm digging this keep it going uh the in-ring debut of andrade el idolo versus matt side shut up and take my money Inner Circle featuring uh, Santana and Ortiz and Jake Hagar with Conan. Oof. It's getting crazy, folks. It's getting crazy. Versus uh, the Pinnacles, FTR, uh, Wardlow with Tully Blanchard. Oh, my God. That's going to be a lot of fun. Loving the FTR versus uh, Santana and Ortiz. All right, what else we got? Okay, then it shows that feud. Is there something else? Please tell me there's something else. Okay, here we go. Uh, Face-to-face standoff between Chris Jericho and MJF talking about what stipulations they're going to have to do to get in the ring again all right what else we got come on give me something i feel like 30 seconds left is that it oh no it's showing highlights from the beatdown of orange cassidy with the uh, house hardy standing tall okay so what are we getting oh that's right okay so we're getting uh Mixed tag team match. We're getting the Bunny and the Blade versus Chris Statlander and Orange Cassidy. That should be a lot of fun. So that's so that's the first event on the road away from Daly's place in fifteen months, folks. Wow, that's gonna be a lot of fun. Can't wait for that. Yeah, Bell's Boy says looks like. Uh, Conan and Santana Ortiz have reunited. Yeah, that's folks. That is not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. Trent, so A E Bone. That's right. B to the O to the N to the E. Welcome, brother. Was just putting over A A W earlier. I covered that first. Um, This is why I have cage match bookmark. Yeah, but do you know how long it would take me to flip through cage match? It's a great site if you, like, find what you're looking for, but it's not the easiest to get through at times. I just hit up that Twitter box and boom, I found it. So there you go. One thing you learned tonight about J-Bone is J-Bone does not always – do things the easiest way but he gets it done there you go that's right the youtube chat is where the cool kids are but i certainly don't want to oh wait trent was over on twitch oh well we're not knocking that anyways all right wherever you're watching from it's all love it's all beautiful so yeah great tag team match kicking us off here Kingston and Pentagon, like I said, beat the Young Bucks with a little help from their friends. Next, we have Christian Cage uh, saying how proud, how proud he is of Jungle Boy, even though he didn't come off with the win last week. It sounds like there's a little alliance forming between uh, Jurassic Express and Christian Cage. So that's that's fun, and we see that even more later. Uh, we got Tony Schiavone in the ring with Ethan Page building up this whole thing against uh, Darby Allen. And uh, we were supposed to get a coffin match. I don't know when we're getting this coffin match. Ethan Page keeps putting it off. So I don't know when we're getting this. Uh, Page keeps dodging them, but I know eventually we're gonna get it. It's it's probably gonna be at the pay per view in uh, chi Town for All Out, if you ask me honestly. Ethan Page will keep dodging them from city to city, but um, oh well, if we get it sooner, great. But if not, whatever. Because I know they're trying to really get people in these house shows on the road, so. Don't be surprised if you get some just ridiculously good matches over the course of the next few months on TV, similar to how, well, I shouldn't say similar, but, you know, I mean, some nitros felt like that sometimes. You know, like the Hogan versus Goldberg in front of like, what, 75,000 fans or whatever the hell it was in that stadium. Crazy. In a hot Atlanta. um, but, yeah, great promo from Ethan Page. I got to say, whether you're a fan of him or not, man, the hustle's real with that guy. He's out there with Scorpio Sky. And um, he's talking about how he's going to put Darby Allen out of his misery and everything, and all of a sudden, Sting's music hits, and he's dragging out a coffin covered behind him. And it's like, oh, my God. Then we get a video up on the screen of Darby Allen. Taken like, a blowtorch or a flamethrower or whatever to um, a coffin, and all of a sudden the camera goes back to Sting. He uncovers the coffin, opens it up, and Darby Allen pops out, hits the ring, and fight ensues, of course. So, uh, so yeah, uh, Ethan Page is just really... Duck and Darby Allen here. I I do love this feud though. Is, this is something that I I don't care honestly how long this goes on because it's still quietly one of my favorite feuds right now. I've been waiting years to see this on a bigger stage again. So happy about this. He told the you are boring chant. He is far from boring. But you're supposed to boo the heels. So yeah, you gotta come up with something. Yeah, both are good in the ring, too. Yeah, especially Scorpio Sky. Um, then we got Jack Evans versus Jungle Boy. Fun match. Jungle Boy comes off with a win here, and it is win number. 50 and against a veteran of I don't know how many years. How many years has Jack Evans been? I'm sure someone in the chat will fill in a blank here for you. But Jack Evans has been wrestling on and off for what 20 years, whatever ish, give or take a little bit. Um, very fun match here. Uh, house, the uh, house of the freaking Hardy whatever the hell, I'm still bombing on this. Oh, Hardy Family Office. That's it. The HFO. Holy freaking octopuses, I think is one of my favorite ones to fill in the blank on that one. The HFO attack, Christian Cage and uh, Jurassic Express come out. So I'm sure that they're they're going to build this up. And I'm sure Matt Hardy and Christian Cage are going to, keep this going till the pay-per-view can't wait for that yeah i love jack evans too i loved him in lucha underground and a lot of other stuff i've seen him in he was he was really good fighter fest is coming yeah yeah folks if you have not seen the schedule that aew has uh it's just absolutely loaded in fact i think fighter fest they're dragging it off for two weeks because you know they're they're trying to make this comeback to the road really special, really special. Yeah, Jeff Samuel here says uh, Jabo and I like Matt Hardy uh, is the ma- in the manager role with uh, T th uh, two. Yeah, I like that too. I like that too. It kind of it brings them up because. Um, they really I mean they've had some great matches since they've joined in the last, you know, year and a half, two years, whatever it's been. But um being a part of Matt Hardy's stable certainly gives them a little more oomph to the to the eyes, you know, not gonna get hopefully not get buried all the time. I I, I hate using that term, but um I'm I'm really hoping that uh Jack Evans and and Helico get a decent tag run with the titles at some point because, man, I, I love those guys. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, Jack Evans has been wrestling since 2000. Well, there you go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Mark says when live shows are back, AEW is going to be breathing down the Fed's neck with the trash that they're peddling up there. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be rough. WWE is going to have to come back with some heavy hitters. You know who's coming back. I don't even have to fill in the blank on that one. Uh, what's next here? Uh, Andrade versus uh, Matt Seidel gets announced for next week. Can't wait. Um I kind of feel like Andrade is going to get a little lost in the mix. Um but I mean it, it, that's it's not necessarily a bad thing folks. Instead of Andrade coming in and going right after some big title like so many companies have done over the last how many decades, you know, you get a in, you know, invasion from another company or whatever, you know, not a literal invasion. You know what I'm saying? You know um, you get someone in from another company and you, you stick them on top, then what else are they going to do? You know, it's all downhill from there. So no, build them up. Just let them work. Have, let them have some of these dream matches That are like you might not call them dream matches but in my personal podcasting opinion el idolo andrade versus matt seidel are you serious deserves the headline of pay-per-view i i don't even need a feud for that one on paper that's a dream match in my in my book let me know if you're ex- as excited for this as I am. Um. All right, what's next here? Tony Skiavone with Omega, who is also sporting the same 70s look and porn stash-ish-esque, whatever look. I don't know. What got? <laughs> oh, my God. I, it cracks me up. It cracks me up. It's this, this new porn star gimmick, whatever. I don't know. Um, whatever. I, still one of my favorites in the company. I can't complain. It just makes me giggle. No uh, callus, No callous, no callous um, along for the ride this week. Basically comes out and says there is no one left. God, this sounds oddly familiar. We've heard this a few times before. You guys. sure you guys have heard that too but it's it's fun it's fun you know he comes out there he's at all these battles and it's it's also putting the period at the end of the sentence as far as the end of a chapter in Daly's place honestly because he's been champ for how long now a long time it feels like um Over the course of the last year, give or take whatever it's been, I forget. But anyways, that's not the point. The point is he's sitting there. He's you know he's beat all these people over the course of the last year. He says there's no one left. The Dark Order comes out, led by uh, Evil Uno, and he says, you know, I I wouldn't get so excited and and you know put, put that out there because we. Are friends with someone that we think you're going to be dodging. Someone that deserves that title shot, and um, someone we think you should be facing and defending that title against. And uh, and uh, well, Kenny Omega gets very upset, and then later in a segment, I know I'm skipping ahead here. But we'll just tie these two together. The Dark Order are in the room and they're talking, and all of a sudden, Hangman Page busts in and he gets upset. He's like, "Why are you guys trying to get me in a match with Kenny Omega?" And he almost spills his drink. And and they're like, "Look, you know, you you've you've proven yourself in this company. We know your business with him isn't done yet, and we know you deserve a shot at." the aew championship so they are you know trying to give him some tough love trying you know some motivational speaking here and just uh get it in his head like hey this is your time so i'm glad they're going back to this because it's only been a matter of time right we've seen this road this up and down roller coaster of emotion that uh well it looks like uh looks like the office of Bone has been invaded hello oreo looks like uh, a mrs Bone let you in there she is down there in the corner getting into trouble what you doing Uh Love me some Mario. Thanks for stopping by. You gonna hang out? What you doing? Just gonna hang out with Manny Bones back there. All right. Um, So yeah, good stuff here. Great to see that Hangman Adam Page is back on track to face uh Omega. I'm not gonna try to assume when we're gonna be getting this. I'm sure... Uh, you know, they'll build this up to something big, some upcoming pay-per-view, you know, sometime this summer when they get back out on the road. And um, here she comes. Oh, boy. She's just making her way around the room. Um, so, yeah, let me know in the chat if you're excited to see this, this feud that has been quietly tucked away, you know, Behind the scenes, slowly building momentum over the course of the last uh, several months on and off. And and there she is. She's sitting right on my tower. I'm sure you guys heard that. She is here. She wants attention. And she wants it right meow. Right, Oreo? Want to say hello to the lovely folks out there in Twitch and YouTube land? Say hello. Say hello. All right. You sit up there and you behave. All right. We continue. We get a TNT title match between Brian Pillman Jr. versus the defending Miro, the TNT title holder. Great match for uh, Miro just to walk all over this guy. No, Brian Pillman did uh, put up a fight. He did get some offense in. It's great to see Brian Pillman Jr. get this shot. Um he'll he'll get a title someday i mean he's been really fighting hard in the tag scene trying to get his tag team going they're really starting to get the ball rolling now him and griff garrison along with was it julia hart i believe it's their they're their valet but she's also a a wrestler i don't know if you call her a manager but they're you know they're a team they're a team um so yeah, good match, but uh, you know, Miro's Miro's gonna be hungry for some uh, some uh, some bigger competition sooner rather than later. But I was still excited to see this because I I am a fan of the up and coming Brian Pillman Jr. Uh, let's see, Team Taz, more drama with Team Taz. He's standing in the back with uh, Hook and uh, uh, Hobbs. He talks about uh, Cage is going to be defending his FTW championship against uh, a a medically cleared Starks. Emphasis on the medically cleared. Great to hear that. And that's going to happen in Texas. So whatever date they're hitting Texas, You folks in Texas, Mark, you're going to see that. So (laughs) I don't know if Mark's blighted on going when AEW hits their town, but um, that is going to be one thing certainly to look forward to. All right, Some people are giving me some updates here. Let's see here. Mark says uh, AAA was struggling pre-pandemic and we're lucky to survive it by some accounts I've read. It will be interesting to see how they mount their comeback it might be down i might be down for triple mania watch along oh i will absolutely be covering that if i can get my hands on that uh, i've i've covered a few past triple manias before usually because we've had some uh, you know lucha underground and or impact wrestling talent involved which makes it fun you know it's it's the american draw you know what I mean, you know, if you're not a fan of it already. So, yes, Pillman Jr. has a bright future. Absolutely. And I met him. Great kid. Great kid. Met him a couple years ago. Uh, did you hear Miro's new theme? Holy cow, whoever did that. Imagine Miro with a goddess robe for AEW's next pay-per-view, Iron Man. Um, I'll have to take another listen for it. Oh, Fighter Fest is hitting Dallas. Good, good, good. Awesome. Yeah, that's supposed to be a two week thing. Um, oh, Maj Raju here uh, doing a little fantasy booking says. AEW going to be in Texas. Plot twist. Paul White, a new member of Team Taz, destroying Brian Cage. LOL. Oh, my God. The wheels of Team Taz are spinning here. My goodness. Um, Deanna and Kenny will be in Triple media. Good enough for me. Yeah, I mean... Uh, Look, whether you know what's going on in AAA or not, they always put on a very entertaining show. I will say that. I will say that. Um, And it's really great to see because it's a different culture. It really is. And that's why the show is so different is because wrestling down there is looked at differently than it is up here it's very similar but also very different just a different part of their culture it seems like it's bigger down there in a lot of ways than up here you know um so yeah looking forward to that uh brian cage defending his title because man he really has just been carrying it around for a long time and hasn't been featured much or at least to defend it. Uh, One of my wife's favorite highlights of the night. Uh, Nyla Rose and Vicky Guerrero versus Britt Baker and Rebel. She despises Vicky Guerrero. Now, I I can appreciate Vicky Guerrero's, you know, game in the managerial role. Whoever it is, you know, because she's a Guerrero, and I can appreciate the hustle and all that stuff. But man, my wife hates her some Vicki Guerrero. It all has to do with the excuse me, you know. It's it's all that. It's she. I I on one of our first dates, just over ten years ago, when I took her to a wrestling event in downtown Milwaukee, I had to hold back, my girlfriend, now my wife, at the time, Mrs. J-Bone, Tracy, if you will, I had to hold her back because she wanted to run down like three sections, you know, because we were like halfway up or whatever. She wanted to run down in the ring and just clobber Vicky Guerrero. And I was like, no, you can't do that. We'll get kicked out. We'll get banned for life. And I don't want that. She, I know. See, Oreo agrees with her. She can't stand Vicky Guerrero. She gets so, so upset. Don't you? Yes, so upset. Um, this was a lot of fun. Not really a great wrestling match, but a lot, I mean, it's it's all building up the Ni- uh, Nyla Rose, excuse me, Nyla Rose versus Britt Baker feud, and I'm sure we're gonna get that sooner rather than later. But it was fun to see Vicky Guerrero's, you know, contribution to in-ring wrestling, if you want to call it that. Uh, Britt Baker made Vicky Guerrero tap out, which just ups the ante, you know, furthers the feud. And uh, and then in revenge, Nyla Rose, with uh, Vicky Guerrero's help, puts Britt Baker through a table. So... I don't know who, honestly, they want us to root for here. Because neither Rose, since day one, has been one of the biggest women's heels in the company. And Britt Baker has really stepped up her game as far as the heel game, and you are supposed to boo her, but the hustle is there. Her game is unbelievable. And she's come back from so so much. And it's really hard not to cheer the returning Britt Baker to all her glory that she's, I mean, she's really grown with this company. She really has. And she has absolutely become one of the biggest, uh, women's wrestlers in this women's division of AEW. And, um, could probably say she's slowly but surely become one of my favorites to watch in this company. And, um, you know, are we going to see her cross paths with someone down the line from Impact Wrestling? Like I said, don't hold your breath, folks. If we're lucky, maybe it'll happen. (laughs) CM Chris says, it's heel versus super heel. (laughs) Yeah, that's about it. But uh but look it's it's still going to be a lot of fun depending on who you like who you dislike whatever you know the the match is going to be great when it happens so can't wait to see that happen now next last but certainly not least the main event here and they gave this one a decent amount of time too and that was great to see MJF versus Sammy Guevara um What an amazing main event. So much fun. This one could have went either way, but, of course, we had some shenanigans. Wardlow gets involved. Sean Spears gets involved. Even pulling Chris Jericho off of commentary. By the way, what a blessing Chris Jericho is on commentary. I'm glad he's not there all the time, but all night, man, he made everything feel this big. And um, for those listening audio, I'm holding my hand way up high here. You know, like everything was like really important. And um, talk about a great hype guy. Just one of the greatest in my opinion. Um, but yeah. MJF wounds with some shenanigans. So like like or dislike that this match was amazing and it really put over how special and how talented both of these young guys are and um and this i, I could have sworn these two faced off before but then i was thinking back to uh, sammy Guevara's first match when he actually opened the doors on the very first episode of aew dynamite he faced cody and i was like oh okay so he didn't face mjf i thought he faced him and then i was thinking back to all in and mjf faced matt cross so no I, i thought they had you know crossed paths before maybe they did on the indies but uh they had not crossed paths in a singles match here before so so this was great Um, a great match to wrap up these insane, stressful, chaotic, wonderful last 15 months of AEW at Daly's place. And that's the biggest compliment I can give it. Um, might even get called one of the best matches, at least in the first six months of 2021. Honestly, um, it wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I, I haven't seen any, but then again, I haven't gone on social media after it got done airing, but, um, may hear it more in the days and weeks to come as, you know, when they get back in front of more live audiences and different cities, again, they may talk more about that match, but, um, Great match, love love both of these. You know, you love to hate MJF, but Sammy Guevara is really they. You listen to the fans, and they love themselves some Sammy Guevara. I mean, they are they are putting him on a pedestal, and he is going to be. He's the future of this company. He really is, and he is so fun to watch. Um, yes, yeah, they wrapped up. Um the episode with the uh, the 15 month tribute to all the highlights and stuff that's happened in Daly's place and uh, it's an emotional one. It really is. Um, the surprises, uh, the good the goodbyes to, uh, you know uh, Brody Lee, You know very emotional this last christmas season getting through that um just everything this last year has been so difficult and um the hustle from this company to try to put out the best product that they could given the circumstances you know uh fighting through everything so um So, But, I mean, and they'll be back in this place. This was just a a very um, uh, defining show, you know, as far as – and I'm sure uh, Tony Khan is going to say more if he hasn't already on social media, probably address the audience if I know him. Um, Just thanking everybody who's come and gone from this building over the last – 15 months you know to help fans the fans drive it the fans drive it no matter how many fans were in the building or were allowed in the building now we're back to full capacity it looks like a lot of cities are getting back to 100 percent within the last week um not sure where milwaukee's at i think it is 100 percent as of the 25th at least that's what i've heard as far as like you know walking in front of the TV and I see, you know, pops watching the Brewer game. Um, and I'm pretty sure that's what they said too within this last week is that uh, places like, um, well, I'm always going to call it Miller Park. It's something else now, but the Brewer Stadium is back to a hundred percent capacity. So <clears throat> um, it, it looks like that's where we're headed, you know, And as scary as that may be to some people, including myself, you know, because us last year is like, oh, my God, you know, like I want to go to so many things, and yet part of me is hesitant, but um, we'll see. You know, maybe I'll be brave and go see a couple big things within this next uh, year. We'll see. But um, it's it's an exciting time to see us come out of what was just a hell of this past year. And it hit everybody, whether you got sick or not. Everybody was affected by it. You know, and um, I was I was lucky. I was really lucky. The The worst thing that hit me, honestly, out of this past year was uh, anxiety and stress. But that was hard physically as well. So, <clears throat> but yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, you still got to be a little careful out there. You know, you hear things like Bell's Boys saying in the chat, different variants floating around. Um, I'm trying not to overthink it, but I got to be smart at the same time because I am a high risk. So, you know, I, I, was, uh, I was lucky enough for a Father's Day present. I went out with the family, and we did uh, we did a, a, a local baseball game, uh, the Milwaukee Milkman. It was a lot of fun. And it was the first time in the last, God, I don't know how long, going to a live event without a mask. Um, I was nervous, but I was like, okay, we're out in the open. Uh, everyone's pretty spaced out. There really wasn't anyone super close to me. Um, then there were no, like, really big crowds there. Everybody was spaced out. Not a whole lot of people there. Um a lot of fun, though, to do that. A lot of fun, not going to lie. It was exciting. Great weather. Couldn't beat it. So, um, so yeah, but that's it for this one. Thanks, everyone, for joining me tonight. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow night over in that other little podcast called Total. Nonstop. Impact. Impact talk for Impact fans. Me and the crew. Doing the watch along for BTI and the two hours of Impact Wrestling over on the Twitch, and then the full review following that. So, full night of total nonstop impact. A lot of fun. Can't wait. Uh, just to reiterate what I covered at the top of the show tonight, July 2nd, hit up the link in the description. 20% off one day only July 2nd, get yourself some smash this podcast, merch, celebrate the holiday. Um, and, um, hope everyone has a safe weekend. I'm saying it now. Cause I don't know what the end of the week is going to bring. I know I'm going to be busy with my son doing stuff. So saying it now, <laughs> I'll be, uh, doing some stuff tomorrow night, obviously with T and I, but, um, But then leading into the weekend after that, I'm not sure. So we'll say it now. Everybody stay safe. Much love. And we'll see y'all tomorrow night. Take care. And uh, we're getting out of here. We're ready. All right, let's get out of here. Take care. See ya.